Hello, my name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and welcome to Patient Stories, episodes about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. I am always amazed at resourceful patients who find ways to be able to achieve their goals. Kaylee provided a marked example of this. I met Kaylee in one of my general clinics. She actually worked at one of the local colleges, so I was somewhat surprised that her chart was marked, quote, 99, unquote, no insurance. As I spoke with her, it was clear she had clawed her way to get everything she had. She'd been working since she was eight and now is 27 years old. While she had been in the United States all of her life, she'd been born in Mexico and thus was an undocumented immigrant like her parents. She told me she loved school, especially science, and had always been curious about how things worked. Her first job was working with her mom to clean houses. She'd figured out ways to lash together brooms to make sweeping more efficient, as she said, laughing, especially in the corners. And she'd hooked up two clothespins to a one by three stud to help make beds more efficiently. While her parents were immigrants, they understood how important school was. I'd finished the part of the house that I was supposed to work on and they let me read in the van, she recalled. But it was hard. There was always something we needed to get done just to get by. When she was 14, she went to work for a local Denny's lying about her age. Only the other girls knew since they saw I studied during breaks, but they were all older. Some of them thought I was really stupid to be looking at books. They were out to get pregnant and have a man to be with, but it was a good steady job and the tips really helped. One night, having little sleep the night before, she had been working a couple of hours. When she was in the kitchen, she woke up on the floor, sore with a couple of other waitresses around her. She had a bruise on her right arm and she urinated on herself. One of the girls asked if she'd been out drinking that day, to which she noted that of course she hadn't. She was horrified and embarrassed. One of the other girls said she should go to the local hospital. Kaylee knew she couldn't. I said, no way, we can't afford that. But I was lucky. One of the short order cooks came over and told me that I had a fit. He knew because his son had them. I was still embarrassed, but the other girls helped clean me up and lend me some clothes. The cook told me to go to the clinic over at the university, and so I did. I lied about how old I was, but they found out anyway, I don't know how. But it got me into the kids' clinic, which let me go free. One of the social workers got my pills free, too. It worked until I was 18, and then I was on my own. I couldn't get insurance because I was born in Mexico. I listened to this, a not unfamiliar story, but with more detail than I had heard before. She'd been lucky to get plugged into the university and the pediatric social work system. But that safety net drops off after hitting adulthood, ever so much more difficult when you're an undocumented, as they say. I'd started cleaning houses again, working with my mom, said Kaylee, but I couldn't get my pills. I was always afraid I was gonna have another fit. My mom found out ways to get some of these pills from Mexico but they didn't always work. Sometimes in the morning, I'd wake up on the floor the same way I did at Denny's, and I knew I'd had that seizure. So I decided the best way to get pills was to try to work for the hospital. We knew people at the hospital who did the cleaning, and one guy who was in maintenance, he was my dad's cousin. I got a job on the late shift. Nobody wanted those jobs, so it was kind of easy. I talked to the girls who cleaned up the clinics, including the seizure clinic. They were the ones who told me that there were pills in the clinic from the salespeople. I gave them the name of my pills and they got them for me. I was so happy you couldn't believe it. No more stuff from Mexico where I didn't know if they were gonna work or not. 
Kaylee actually smiled when she said this. After that, Kaylee started going to the local community college, attending half-time and working. She started studying engineering technology. She said to me, I love that stuff. It was hard, but it was so much fun. Math was always good to me, so it was great. I was really lucky. I could work, I could learn stuff, and that was the stuff I really liked. And I could get my pills. And they didn't ask me about any citizenship to go to school. Kaylee did know that sleep was her enemy. She said, if I didn't sleep, I knew I'd have a fit. Sometimes, when I didn't have a lot of sleep, I'd double my dose of pills. It didn't work very well. I'd be a zombie. So she'd always pick classes that were in the late morning. She finished her associate's degree in four years. My mom and dad were so proud. They even took the day off to go to my graduation, and we had a party at my house. But Kaylee couldn't get a job in engineering. She needed a bachelor's degree. In those schools, one couldn't be an undocumented immigrant. But she'd done well at the community college and was able to get a better paying job as a lab assistant, but with the usual lack of benefits. She hadn't seen a doctor in many years, but had still been on her medications, which were starting to cause her issues. She noted, I started having problems with my gums bleeding and my seizures started coming back. After having no fits for months, I started having them every few weeks. Kaylee knew she had to see a doctor, and one of her friends suggested the university clinic. That's how she ended up seeing me. Her epilepsy was reasonably straightforward to manage, and we switched around her medications to more modern ones with less side effects and less numbers of times of day she needed to take them. Her social issues, however, were more profound to deal with. She was an undocumented immigrant whose employer had turned a blind eye to her status. She wanted to become, as she called it, a real engineer but there was no way she could afford it. She couldn't get financial aid at any university. I asked for social work involvement, but they noted she needed even more documentation for mostly everything. In fact, our social worker was surprised she hadn't been asked more questions. So Kaylee kept working at the community college. I kept giving her medications from the sales reps, and I didn't think about her being an undocumented in my clinic. One of the benefits for working for the community college, though, was that Kaylee was able to take additional courses at the school without additional cost. She had taken a course in international relations for fun, as she put it. The professor was from Canada and understood the issues Kaylee faced. She recommended that Kaylee look into some of the scholarship programs in Canada, which were for Mexican nationals and citizens. As Kaylee recounted this, I noted her excitement about the prospect. And she understood the prospects of leaving the only place she'd lived to a new culture and new uncertainties. But these scholarships were very competitive. She was going to be competing with Mexicans all over the world. But nonetheless, she was undaunted and applied for a number of these Canadian scholarships and waited. Months passed, as well as several clinic visits. Kaylee's seizures were well under control, with no issues with her medications. Regretfully, she had been turned down for scholarship after scholarship, and, as per usual, the reason given was the, quote, received many qualified candidate applications, unquote, explanation. The excitement had turned to trepidation, but as she said, I'm really lucky, though. I have a great job, and I'm learning a lot. Mom and dad are still healthy. One day, I might get a job back at the university with my cousin, doing some of the maintenance work. I can only hope for her. On the next clinic visit, about three months later, I walked into the room, and Kaylee was sitting on the examination bench. 
What was blazingly apparent was the hooded sweatshirt she was wearing, not the usual zip-up casual-type clothing, but one which had the, quote, University of Winnipeg, unquote, on the front. I asked, good news? And she beamed. I got the special university scholarship for Mexicans in Winnipeg, she exclaimed. All tuition paid and most of the expenses. I start there in the fall. I'm saving for the bus trip there, but I should have enough soon. I was so happy for her, but also worried that she'd not get the follow-up that she needed for her seizures. They have a university clinic there, and it's part of the tuition. I just have to pay for the pills, but it's a lot less expensive there. I know you've given me pills, but I'll find a way. I guess I had no doubt she would. The only issue was that she'd have to start as a first-year student, albeit a second-semester one. She noted, I don't care. I'm going to be an engineer. At her last clinic visit, I gave her a copy of her medical records to take to her new doctors. I also gave her a last supply of medications. She said, thanks so much for everything. She was wearing her University of Winnipeg sweatshirt again. As she walked out of clinic, all I could think of was how she'd always said how lucky she was. While that was true, Kaylee had certainly made her luck as well, and the world would have one more great engineer as a result. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.